Your health, your wellness, your financial freedom, your travel. At HTD Worldwide, we're helping you live life to the fullest. Now here's the founder and CEO of HTD Worldwide, Paul Sandu. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the HTD Worldwide show. And today we have a very special person here today with us by the name of Letitia Johnson. If wow. you've not heard, yeah, if you've not, <laughs> if you've not heard about Letitia, you definitely need to get to know Letitia for sure. Um, Letitia has been with us for a while now. Um, she has been doing a phenomenal job, not only just on the admin on our HR side as well and, and doing great things over there. Um, she's been part of our Paul Sandu Industries and HTD Worldwide team for a while now and has done a phenomenal job of learning everything that we needed to know, not only just about, you know, career and travel and uh, resumes, you name it, because we, we're just a diverse company all the way around, um, but also about lifestyle as well, which she's been learning about as well uh, in terms of that. I know some of the people here in the local area um, definitely has has talked to Letitia for sure in terms of that, but Letitia, welcome. Thank you, glad to be here. So maybe Letitia, you can kind of introduce yourself to everyone out there because they obviously have not heard about you and what brought you to Paul Sandu Industries and HTD Worldwide. So um, as Paul said, my name is Letitia Robertson. Um, I am a native of Washington, DC. Um, and uh, the Paul Sandu Industries and HTD Worldwide vision mesh aligned with what I want to do with my life and work-life balance, as opposed to helping those make their life easier by career changes and travel changes. Awesome. Well, we're really glad to have you. Uh, I know you're celebrating your anniversary coming up. We're, we're hoping to celebrate many more with you coming up in the future. And thanks for oh, doing definitely. such an awesome job <laughs> day in, day out for us. Um, so, Guys, today um, it's going to be a little bit of a different format, you know. Um, Letitia has written out some questions today uh, that's going to be asking uh, some questions. I don't know too much about the questions, so she's definitely going to throw me throw off some. And then we got we, we, we do want to also make sure that today um, we got a major announcement that uh, my friend over at United um, is going to be making an announcement. Believe it or not, on my birthday, which is uh, the fourteenth of this month of September. Um, and, uh, so when we want to make sure that we cover that part in honor of that, I thought we thought, sure, might as well just do a podcast and uh, make that announcement. Cause it's going to be pretty cool. And it just also happens to be almost the perfect timing before I go to India, um, as well in the month of December. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of that, but I'll let, give it over to Letitia and she's uh, apparently got some questions. As long as it doesn't concern my next newborn. Oh, wait, I don't have a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question is, uh, what is the easiest way to find deals when booking travel? So, I mean, number one, you know, I've, I, I think, you know, after working in the travel industry, you know, besides working in the coaching and travel and coaching travel and, and the resume side of things, I've been in this side of the industry for a long time, uh, over 20 years. Um, you know, the easiest way, there's a lot of different ways to be able to find some deals. I think one of the best ways, honestly, especially if you're traveling like internationally, for instance, using a travel consolidator. For us, for instance, people can actually come to us directly 
and we have a in-house system, which a lot of people don't know about, but we're trying to get the word out on it, is where you can be able to book travel. I'll give you, for instance, uh, this past weekend, my family needed to go to India in the month of October. Um, the rate they got was $2,931 to go round trip. Uh, yes. Is this more than what it usually is? Yes. But keep in mind that they're traveling um, Economy Plus on United, right? And Economy Plus on United, they were selling a whole lot more than just that. It was somewhere close to between two to 3,000 each way and versus having to pay that, you know, round trip, right? So, um, which is a big difference. It's a savings of almost 800 to $1,000. So I think that's one way. Um, some other ways that a lot of people don't understand is I want everyone to know that in this industry I've been in for such a long time, you can look at flights and, you know, people say you can look at Hopper. Sure, you can. But the thing is, is that we want to do, for instance, uh, many airlines that I, I, you know, when I fly, I look at, you know, I may be looking in advance and I may continue looking every day. You know, um, I'm looking for a larger aircraft that has lots of seats that are probably not selling out at the moment, especially if you're doing the international flights, for instance or just even a coast to coast from New York to LA or San Francisco or something like that. You can typically fly on a bigger aircraft and sometimes what happens, those seats are not selling. Does it cost the airline to operate? Of course it does, but you need to be able to sell those seats in order to make money. So you have to continue watching those seats, seats as well. Uh, do I find sometimes on Saturdays, I go Saturday morning, early, after, early morning to early afternoon, and discount rates? Yes, I actually do. Um, but sometimes the airlines beat me to it before I actually get the new rates. Also, overnight, believe it or not, rates change at around 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And sometimes you can find those deals. And sometimes also what happens? <laughs> We've seen this happen too. Accidentally, somebody keys the wrong number into the system. And all of a sudden, you've got a flight from New York to San Francisco for $71. So that's another thing that you need to be on the lookout for. So look out for like flights that are not completely full and not selling. And you'll usually will find a better deal. Look at a consolidator like us that can actually help you be able to find those uh, in terms of that. So that's another way that you can be able to find, find those deals across the board for sure. Okay. And what are some helpful tips for making your travel experience easy? Oh my God, we could, we could be here all day. <laughs> so I guess that's a two part, whether you're traveling in the U.S. or in, we'll, we'll start with the U.S. first because we have a lot of people that are listening. Um, number one, if you're traveling like I do, and I just did this a few days ago, um, traveling from uh, New Newark to <clears throat> San Francisco, for instance, um, I was traveling on United. It's typically how I usually travel anyway. And so, you know, number one, lounges are amazing. Um, if you can get yourself a lounge pass, um, that will help you a ton. Number one, it takes the whole thing about having to try to find food in the airport. And you're paying like ridiculous prices for food. Like typically, I, I was in the New York airport or was it uh, Houston? It was in Houston. Somehow by the time I finished with the pizza and the drink, it was already $30. Wow. 
Now, imagine if I did 10 trips like this. This is where our listeners are going to understand. Imagine if I did 10 trips like this, right? And I, and I do travel a lot. So that's already $300 already that I'm already going to spend. And, and typically, a lounge pass like the United or so, um, it's going to be upwards close to five, six, seven, somewhere in there. But if you're traveling a lot, it, it, you're just going to pay for the cost in the long term all, you know, all the way over again and again. And the nice thing is, is that your spouse or your significant other can come with you into that, into there. So now what, what's happening is, is that um, you have that. And I will tell you that United, for instance, at gate C-123, they just redid, they just put a brand new lounge in there, opened during, um, just recently, a few months ago. And um, wish I could put it up on pictures for people to see while they're driving, but they can't. But it's just crazy because you have the biggest lounge I've ever seen. It's almost 15,000 square feet of just space. And they have a full buffet and lots of different sandwiches and everything that you'd want in there. They have showers, um, you know, places to play games, you know, they, a bar. They've got everything. They, and it's, it's amazing space. You can... You've got an amazing place to just look out and watch the planes take off and, and relax and put your feet up. And I mean, literally put your feet up. So those help a lot for me, especially on my trip, my last trip, for instance, it, it just made it a lot easier, you know, and actually during that time, my flights were getting delayed. So if in my gate was next door, right, literally down the escalator and it's right there. So you can literally just hop on the plane. As soon as the plane is ready to go, you can go down. And so it's those types of things that make it easy um, across the board being able to have, have those. But here's the other thing I want to mention. And people might say I'm a little crazy, but, you know, because I travel so much, I bring my, I have a, um, like, I have, like, some pillows, travel pillows I usually bring with me. Um, and I bring, like, usually some sort of blanket or something that, that I usually will do. So I'll use that. Use that. A lot of times on the longer trips, I'll usually end up just basically doing like a flatbed seat on a business class seat. Um, so that way you can sleep because you're going to be there for five, six hours and, and it's well worth it. And as I mentioned in, in your previous question, you can get these seats sometimes at a discounted rate. Um, you may have to either change your date or maybe fly off by one a day or whatever it may be. But eventually you're going, you're going to be able to get it at a better rate. Um, as well. Um, so those, that's, those are the other ways too that you may want to think about. And this just goes with, like if you're traveling internationally, that's a full game changer. Um, you know, for instance, I'm looking at a flight, for instance, going to India uh, and I want to fly on A&A um, and you can easily just do that um, going from you know, here in Dulles probably to uh, I'm sorry, from New York directly to Tokyo and that's a you know that's a pretty lengthy flight and then from and you have you can you may have a 10 hour layover or something but I don't mind the 10 hour I can go look around I, I have a hotel I may actually what I may do is typically get a, a excuse me a in-store hotel or in-house hotel inside the airport mm -hmm. and then you'll be able to come and go as you please so be able to do that uh, so you've got a place to sleep. Um, so that's another advantage that you have too, 
uh, and I would highly recommend people to get the hotels that are inside the airport and enjoy your stay. Go look around and have some food. Um, enjoy the planes take off if you're going to be there for a while. It sure beats just sitting on the bench for watching for 13 hours and falling on a sleep on a hard bench on a floor. <laughs> just, right. It's just it's not easy at all in terms of that. So I know that was kind of lengthy, but you know, that's kind of, you know, some great ideas that I've learned over the years to make my trips a lot more comfortable. And also it's less exhausting that way, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. What are some travel changes that have been made since COVID? Oh, well, there's been, you know, um, that's interesting, Letitia, because it continues to change. Um, for instance, you know, I was on my flight. Um, did everyone have a mask? No. <laughs> that was number one, you know. Oh, my God, they're not wearing a mask. <laughs> like, nope, that's true. They're not required to. But, that, you know, what I tell people is that, you know, it's up to you. I'm not going to start a debate here. But for me, you know, I wore a mask all the way through, through was it easy? Heck no. <laughs> it was certainly not easy. Um, but I'd rather be protected. Number one, that's how I got my, that's how I got COVID in the first place when I first <laughs> flew back when it first came in, in to the United States. So uh, unfortunately, and I learned my lesson. I'm like, man, I wish I had a mask and that probably would have helped me. Um, so you got to protect yourself. But I think that part is a big part of it, you know, in terms of that. I think um, the other parts of, that actually did change was the service. Uh, I noticed a huge difference on the flights this time, um, just service all the way around. Um, it seems like the flight attendants were a lot more happier. They're willing to help you more. Um, my United flights out of, uh, for instance, out of Newark to San Francisco or San Francisco to Newark, they were very accommodating, you know, just in terms of like, if I didn't, have the right meal, they would change up the meal for you, or, you know, they don't have to, right? So, um, you know, it, it, those types of things, you know, and just also, they actually did provide some blankets and some pillows on the business class where they, they basically didn't before. And for instance, they never provided any drinks, you know, before the flight, before you started. So those are the changes that, that happen now. I think there's been a huge difference in, in terms of that with what, what is happening now um, versus what we have uh, at the moment. Um, but I think the biggest change that people have to be aware of, and this is what I'll say, <clears throat> excuse me, I think um, I think you need to plan your flights, um, a big part of it. And when I say that is, for instance, I made people say I'm crazy, so does my wife, but I did three connecting flights on purpose because I needed the, I needed to be able to earn a certain status on the airline and. That's how I was going to get. But anyway, what I did is I, I planned out my flights in between two, at least two hours and between each flight. And that way you had the time to be able to uh, literally, um, if something did happen, um, there's a delay or something, at least you, you weren't stranded. And guess what? The flights got delayed. <laughs> so, and one of them was by an hour and a half or like give or take. But I built an extra hour in there, including not including the boarding time period, to you know still, and I still made it to my flight, not rushing, didn't have to run, running through the airport, didn't have to do that, and you know. So right now, because we're just they're short-handed with the number of staff of pilots and uh, flight attendants on board, um, they just right now at this point are just strapped, and so there are going to be some delays. 
um, and there's going to be some shortage of aircrafts, unfortunately. And you just have to be prepared for that overall in order to, uh, you know, when you're flying. So make, you know, maybe schedule yourself out. And those airport lounges, well, at least you can rest comfortably there while you're waiting for your, your two-hour, you know, in-between flight versus being stranded. I mean, I'd rather take a, I'd rather be at an airport lounge for two hours knowing that I'm going to get out versus being stranded running across the airport knowing that I'm probably not going to make it. Right. <laughs> and so over that. So you always have to be looking at those things. And um, well, I think I, you've touched on this a bit, but what should a travel traveler do during a layover? Yeah. So I think, you know, you're right. I, I touched on a little bit. I think the biggest thing is, you know, take advantage of, you know, a lot of places um, have great places just to go and relax. Um, a lot of different airport lounges. You can go out to the balcony if you take advantage of those. Um, a lot of times, you know, uh, you could go check out the other airport lounges if you have access to the rest of them. Um, you can go see the rest of the sites of the airport and certainly walk around, you know, in terms of that. Um, you know, and I think, you know, just there's so many different food options. I'm not saying you're going to, I'm trying to get you guys fat or anything, but it's just to try out different things that you normally would not normally get as well and just kind of chill out. Um, the only thing I recommend to everyone is don't have too many drinks because they're going to, they're going to have a problem with you on aircraft. So, and they were likely to take you off if you yeah. too much. So, um, those are the big parts of it. And if you're traveling internationally, like I said, having a hotel inside the airport is phenomenally helpful. I, I took an, a flight to Abu Dhabi and it was such a long flight from Dulles to uh, the stopover. Um, it was crazy. You know, it was a very like 12 hours. By then you're like, okay, I want to get off the plane at this point, you know, because yeah. And at that point, I, I went to the hotel, and I was like, okay, this was, this is uh, a long flight. I went in the hotel and just crashed. I, next thing you know, I, somebody was knocking at my door. Hey, your cart's here to pick you up. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, but it's like, that's it. Oh, that's one other thing I want to mention to everyone. Take advantage of the airport carts. I mean, all right, by the way, New York Airport now, the way it's set up, especially in Houston, it's like a f like ten football fields. It's so huge that by the time you get done walking, you'll be you'll be exhausted, unless uh, just because it's just so lengthy. Like I know, for instance, Newark, where I had to go, where I was like four days ago, I walked from one end to the other. I'm like, am I am I there yet? And I'm still like, I still haven't even gotten to the airport lounge or even the gate yet. <laughs> so you have to. It's just it's just gigantic in, in terms of that. So. Yeah. Uh, but you can get your walking steps in if that's what you're into. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Let's see. Um, now, are there any changes to the travel industry on the horizon right now? Oh, my gosh. So we saw a major announcement today that United is going to be – my friend Scott Kirby, who's the CEO over United, um, I'm a big shareholder. Um, believe it or not, um, he is going to be making an announcement with Emirates. I think they're doing it out here next week. Um, out here in Dulles, and um, from what I understand, um, they've been wanting to do wanted to do like a co-share airline for a long time, um, 
just because it works, you know, where you can fly their airline and earn points and you, uh, and vice versa. And Emirates is a huge airline. I mean, they have, I can't remember how many trip, uh, three, uh, uh, three A380s that are out there. And they're one of the largest ones that has those, um, just overall, especially out of Dubai and, and wherever. Um, but they are going to be a great addition to United because the United passengers will be able to go onto an Emirates flight and not think about it. And if you haven't been on an Emirates flight, whether it's business or first or even economy or economy uh, plus or whatever, um, check it out because they, they some of their new planes are just ridiculous. The service is really good. Um, some challenges in India we faced a while ago was mainly because of service. It's just the way it is. Um, but overall, I mean, it's usually pretty good. And I think it's going to be a, a great addition um, overall. Um, some other changes that we're noticing, and let's just, you already know this, but I'm already getting my pilot's license. But my pilot's instructors right now, they're literally changing out every four to like every five to six months with me. And so what's happening to them, they're getting picked up by other airlines. And um, so after they get their 1,000 hours, they're out getting hired by another airline. So right now, there's a huge change right now with a huge push for people to get on board with other airlines right now. So hopefully, that's a good thing. I mean, at least we're getting people, you know, back into the industry and hopefully filling positions and they're hiring people, uh, for instance. We're seeing a lot of changes uh, there. I think the other thing that we're also seeing right now is pricing. Um, <laughs> I was watching, uh, I was getting some information the other day from individuals in pricing, for instance. Um, like a person from Hawaii kind of trying to come to New York was almost double the price during, during the summer season, which we know that. And it's probably not advantageous for them to come out there. Um, but at that point, it's better to wait during September, October, for instance, and you'll get some better deals, you know, as you kind of slide into November, December, prices typically start to go up a little bit uh, in terms of that. So you have to look at that. So you just have to be prepared uh, for that for the future in terms of, excuse me, how are you, you going to be ready for that? But the prices right now is a great time to travel during September, October. Um, you know, for those of you that might like the warm areas, like whether it's Miami or Hawaii or whatever it may be, um, or even other parts of the world, this is a really good time to fly, you know, and we've got some really good deals, especially on our, on our travel system as well out there in, in terms of that. Um, other changes, I think, you know, we're, we'll hopefully see better fuel prices, you know, coming up soon, which obviously uh, affect um, the rates of all of our airlines. So we're starting to see that too. Um, you know, what we're seeing also, it, the crazy prices and taxes included like in a, a two or $3,000 ticket and $500 in taxes is, it's crazy because they're paying all these crazy fuel charges. So we're hope, hopefully we'll see those eventually drop uh, later, you know, later on as time goes on. This whole thing with the economy, I don't think it's going. I don't think it's going to stay as it is. People think, you know, <laughs> there's some crazy people. 
close your bank accounts. The world's going under. No, it's not. It's not happening. Okay, you know, um, we're, the banks are going to be gone. It's like I just love people that on, on YouTube that put this fear out there. Better take all your money in your out of it's like underneath the mattress. It's more secure that way. You know? Yeah, I don't see that happening. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Um, I think we're, we're we're headed in the right direction. Fortunately, now a little bit better than what we what we were uh, across the board. Yeah. Well, that's all my questions, Paul. So I think you've covered everything. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Leticia, for being on the show today and and taking one for the team. Appreciate it, and gl we're really glad that you're here. And um, hopefully, we'll do 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 this again because it was a lot of fun. Oh. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, also feel free to share this with anybody else out there. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and share and we hope to see you or I should say uh, you should be able to hear from us hopefully with soon uh, we'll definitely be producing our next show here uh, shortly and uh, don't forget to take advantage of those great airfares out there you can always reach us uh, of course um, at 202-545-7577 and Letitia's standing by <laughs> <laughs> or uh, give us a call or, or me so we're happy to ser serve you in, in any which way we can and uh our website you can always find us at htdworldwide.com so that's it for today thanks for uh, uh having us on your car your audio wherever you listen to us to and uh we'll be back shortly and have a great rest of the day thanks for listening to the HTD worldwide show Thank you for listening to HTD Worldwide. Whether you have questions on our services, looking for advice, or something else, we're here to help. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn. Or contact us today at info at htdworldwide.com. Or call us at 202-545-7577.